The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Delta Airlines. This holiday season, Delta will handle 22 million checked bags. They're giving you the power to track your bags every step of the way with RFID technology in the Fly Delta app. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, December 21st. In today's news, the federal government barrels toward a shutdown. Matt Whitaker refuses to recuse himself. And President Trump wants to cut in half the American presence in Afghanistan. But first, the big idea. Jim Mattis's call sign was chaos. The nickname he earned from his men as a regimental commander stuck, but its true meaning always clashed with the image it conjured. Chaos was an acronym. Colonel has an outstanding solution. On Thursday, the Secretary of Defense saw only one solution left to his distress with Trump's approach to national security. He resigned in protest. In a resignation letter, Mattis wrote, quote, My views on treating allies with respect and also being clear-eyed about both malign actors and strategic competitors are strongly held and informed by over four decades of immersion in these issues. Then he goes on to say, Because you have the right to have a Secretary of Defense whose views are better aligned with yours on these and other subjects, I believe it is right for me to step down from my position. End quote. Mattis's exit feels like a harbinger of yet more chaos in 2019. His announcement a day after Trump disregarded his pleas not to cut and run from Syria comes against the backdrop of border wall brinkmanship that could cause a government shutdown at midnight, a bear market, a sputtering economy, significant turnover in the White House, a special counsel who appears to be closing in on what exactly remains unclear, and the looming Democratic takeover of the House. From his perch at the Pentagon, Mattis has been the antidote to chaos, a pillar of stability who reassured allies and the remnants of the Republican establishment. He's been like the mythical little Dutch boy who kept his finger in the dike to save his town from flooding. For his part, Trump has been increasingly isolated in bunker mode over the past few weeks as political and personal crises mount. One former senior administration official says that there's going to be an intervention. This person said, quote, Jim Mattis just sent a shot across the bow. He is the most credible member of the administration by five grades of magnitude. He's the steady, safe set of hands. And this letter is brutal. He quit because of the madness. End quote. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the federal government is barreling toward the partial government shutdown starting at midnight tonight after Trump vowed to veto any stopgap funding bill that does not include billions in funding for a border wall. Trump's comments on Thursday completely overturned the plan that GOP leaders were patching together earlier in the day. With no other viable options available, they had hoped to pass the short-term spending bill approved by the Senate, averting a shutdown. Many lawmakers had expected Trump to grudgingly accept the measure, with Republicans about to lose their majority in the House. And his rejection during a morning meeting set off a chaotic day in the Capitol. House Republican leaders hurried to appease the president and pulled together a bill that would keep the government funded through February 8th, while also allocating $5.7 billion for the wall. 
The House barely managed to pass that bill late last night on a party line vote of 217 to 185 over strident objections from Democrats who call the wall immoral and ineffective, and eight Republicans even voted against it. Though it's squeezed by narrowly in the House, it has no chance of survival in the Senate, and the House vote has only hardened Washington's budget impasse. Democrats have the Senate votes to block any bill that includes funding for Trump's wall, and Trump says he'll veto any bill that doesn't. So now dozens of federal agencies are preparing to halt operations at midnight. Ironically, a shutdown could force Border Patrol agents, among others, to work without pay over the holidays. With 90% of their personnel considered essential, the Department of Homeland Security will be hit hardest. Number two, a senior Justice Department ethics official said Matt Whitaker should probably recuse himself from overseeing Bob Mueller's investigation, but the acting attorney general is refusing to do so. Late Thursday night, the Justice Department formally notified Congress of Whitaker's decision not to recuse. The letter said that an ethics official had suggested he should do so to avoid the appearance of conflict, but that the official could not identify a precedent for such a recusal. That's what the letter said. In fact, there are many precedents. Former Attorney General Eric Holder, for example, recused himself from the prosecution of John Edwards because Holder had helped Barack Obama vet potential running mates in 2008, and Edwards was someone they looked at. Whitaker made the decision to never ask Justice Department ethics officials for a formal recommendation because he didn't want to get told in writing that he needed to step aside. However, after Whitaker met repeatedly with Justice Department ethics officials to discuss the facts, a senior ethics official told a group of hand-picked advisors on Tuesday that while it was a close call, Whitaker should recuse himself to avoid the appearance of conflicts. As a cable commentator, Whitaker routinely attacked the Mueller probe and mused publicly about ways to curtail the investigation, including cutting its budget. He's also said he doesn't think Russia interfered in the election. And he's good friends with a key grand jury witness. But he will oversee Mueller anyway. Number three, echoing his proposal to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria, Trump is now pushing to reduce the number of U.S. troops deployed to Afghanistan by nearly half. The Afghanistan directive comes as the United States attempts to negotiate a peace deal with the Taliban. This potentially undercuts leverage that American diplomats have in such negotiations. It also marks a significant departure from Trump's decision last year to slightly increase the number of U.S. troops there and keep them in place with conditions on the ground dictating withdrawal rather than artificial timelines. The president pressed White House National Security Advisor John Bolton to make this move. Bolton is resisting, we hear. And outgoing White House Chief of Staff John Kelly, a retired Marine general, also has opposed Trump's impulses on Afghanistan and Syria. But he no longer has any lasting power with the president because he's a short timer. This news from Afghanistan is certain to worry senior officials there who are already battling deteriorating security in the country despite the existing U.S. military presence. And it will be greeted wearily by many senior U.S. military officers who've launched more airstrikes in Afghanistan this year than in any other year during the 17-year-old war, the longest in American history. Finally, a programming note. I'm taking the next two weeks off to explore the ancient world. What a weird time to take vacation, right? Well, it seems like there's never a good time to get away anymore. But fear not, Allison Michaels will fill in for me with morning headlines, and I will be back on January 7th. Thank you so much for starting your day with The Big Idea. There's so much out there I know you could be listening to, so I'm genuinely honored that you welcome me into your home or your car or wherever you're listening right now. 
Happy holidays to you and your family. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you in the new year.